Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen and today is November 3rd. Today we're going to continue in Doctrine and Covenants section 127. Now if you'll remember, Joseph Smith is in hiding. The people of Missouri think that he attempted to kill Governor Boggs. Here in this section, he's explaining that that's absolutely not true. But then in verse 2, he says, And as for the perils which I am called to pass through, they seem but a small thing to me, as the envy and wrath of man have been my common lot all the days of my life. And for what cause it seems mysterious, unless I was ordained from before the foundation of the world for some good end or bad, as you may choose to call it. Judge ye for yourselves. God knoweth all these things, whether it be good or bad, but nevertheless, deep water is what I want to swim in. It all has become a second nature to me, and I feel like Paul, to glory in tribulation. For to this day hath the God of my fathers delivered me out of them all, and will deliver me from henceforth. For behold, and lo, I shall triumph over all my enemies, for the Lord God hath spoken it. Let all the saints rejoice, therefore, and be exceedingly glad, for Israel's God is their God. Now, I absolutely love this. There's lots that I love in this, but first of all, Joseph is saying, look, I'm going through a hard time right now, but I'm not a stranger to difficult times. And then he says, it seems as though I am meant to swim in deep waters. It seems as though maybe I was ordained for difficult things before the world was. Now, I find it so interesting that he says that because there's this part of me that wonders, is he thinking of that very first conversation that he had with Moroni? In Joseph Smith History, chapter 1, verse 33, where Moroni tells Joseph Smith that his name would be had for good and for evil around the entire world. But then he has hope. He says, the God of my fathers has delivered me before, and he will deliver me again. And then he says, I love this. He says, let all the saints rejoice, therefore. So despite of everything that I'm going through, you still have reason to rejoice. And then he says this awesome line where he says, for Israel's God is your God. Now, I love this because really, who is Israel's God? Let's think about the Old Testament and the God of the Old Testament. God is a God of deliverance. The God of Israel, especially in the Old Testament, is a God of deliverance. You would be hard-pressed to find a story in the scriptures that is not somehow a story of deliverance of someone. It's interesting, even the stories where they're not delivered the way we think they're going to be delivered. Think of Abinadi. He is martyred, yes, but his story is a story of the deliverance of Alma. The Savior himself in Gethsemane prayed for deliverance when he said, Father, let this cup pass from me. He wasn't delivered from that cup. He wasn't delivered from Gethsemane. He wasn't delivered from the cross. But Gethsemane and the cross deliver us. And his eventual deliverance from the tomb delivers all of mankind. Nearly every single story that we have in the scriptures is a story of deliverance. Because our Father in Heaven wants us to understand well that he is a God of deliverance. Let's think about two stories in particular. First of all, the story of David and Goliath. If you remember, David wasn't even supposed to be in that battlefield. He was just checking up on his brothers. And he gets there and he sees that this uncovenant Philistine is mocking his God. 
and he's watching as everyone else is cowering. And he steps up and says, I am going to fight this Philistine. And at first they're like, whoa, no way. We are not letting you go. We are not letting you fight this guy. But listen to David's response. In 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 37, it says, Moreover, David said, The Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear, he will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. And so for David, as he remembered other times in his life when God had delivered him, when God was a God of deliverance, it gave him faith and it gave him courage to trust that God would still be that same God of deliverance for him. Another story that we talked about a little bit yesterday, Abraham in Abraham chapter one, remember his father tries to sacrifice him to the gods of Elkanah and he is miraculously delivered by an angel. You see that in the drawing at the beginning of the book of Abraham, which is not a color by number like I thought it was when I was a kid, <laughs> but he's delivered by this angel. And then as we talked about yesterday, he found it needful that he should obtain a new place of residence. <laughs> and so he decides to leave the land that he was raised in, where his father was, where his family was. Now, what I love is that in the next chapter, in chapter two, we see that Abraham has left Ur, he goes to Canaan, and the Lord commands him to go back, back to this place where his own father tried to kill him. And at first he doesn't want to go. But in verse 13 of Abraham chapter two, it says, Thou didst send thine angel to deliver me from the gods of Elkanah, and I will do well to hearken unto thy voice. For Abraham, it was remembering the times when the Lord had delivered him before that gave him courage to do the things that the Lord was asking him to do. My friends, there's a reason why our scriptures are so filled with stories of deliverance. Because you and I find ourselves in situations, we find ourselves in hard times, we find ourselves in moments where we need to be delivered. We need the tender mercies of the Lord. We need his hand in our lives. And if we can do what David did and what Abraham did, if we can remember the deliverance of the Lord, if we can remember the times when he has reached his hand into our lives to bless us and to strengthen us and to deliver us, it gives us faith and it gives us power to trust him again. Now, I love that because it goes hand in hand with what Joseph Smith said here. He said, be exceedingly glad for Israel's God is our God. Now, President Nelson has taught us so beautifully. What does Israel mean? Israel is those who are willing to let God prevail in their lives. Israel's God is a God of deliverance. So my friends, as you and I trust God, as we let God prevail in our lives in one way or in another, God will deliver us. His deliverance doesn't always look exactly the way we think it's going to look, but God is a God of deliverance. And as we trust him, as we put our faith in him, as we let him prevail in our lives, he will deliver because he is Israel's God. And remembering that deliverance, remembering his past deliverance, gives us faith to let him continue to prevail in our lives. This is a theme that is consistent throughout the Book of Mormon. In fact, in Nephi chapter 1, Nephi starts out the Book of Mormon by helping us understand that principle. Nephi explains that his purpose for writing in the plates was to show us that the tender mercies of the Lord are over all those whom he has chosen because of their faith to make them mighty even unto the power of deliverance. 
Israel was the chosen people because of their faith, because of their willingness to let God prevail. And because of that, he was able to be a God of deliverance for them. Alma teaches us in Alma chapter 38, verse 5, As much as ye shall put your trust in God, even so much ye shall be delivered out of your trials and your troubles and your afflictions. My friends, the God that we worship is a God of deliverance. And as we trust him, as we allow him to prevail in our lives, it is my testimony that just as he delivered Abraham from his father, just as he delivered David from Goliath, just as he delivered Daniel from the lion's den, Moses and the children of Israel, just as he delivered all of them, when we trust him, he can and will deliver you as well. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.